So I got reminded of a story. Okay. And it's probably... <laughs> Tell me. Like, you know how, like, you have, like, a really funny story, but you're just... You just forget it. Like, it goes into the recesses of your brain, but then someone tells their story, and you're like, holy shit, I forgot about that. How could I potentially forget about that, right? Yes. All the time, actually. So, <laughs> right. So, we were we were hanging out with one of our Patreon members, Emily, and she she told a story. We got in, like, the topic of stuff, and so, like, this, this triggered in my brain, and... I, I remember the story. So it's okay. about my dad, and we all love stories about my dad, right? That's, that's true. I really actually do like those stories. <laughs> so so for, for background, for back, background, my father has only ever really driven trucks in probably the last 20 years. He's owned like oh. a... Yeah, like he's always he owned like a GM, GMC truck. He's had you know he has the four the big big mm. tr- big truck tiny tires, and then he's got the Dodge Ram with with the little you know knobby gear shift. Um, <laughs> my gear shift. So so <laughs> when you drive trucks, they're definitely different than cars, right? Like you you yes. can like you can like wiki 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 the the steering wheel and the truck goes nowhere, right? You right. Know, like, yeah, you, like, I just you know, I you never know, like, associated you, that sound. <laughs> you know, like the DJ, you know, like how uh-huh. DJ skirt skirt the the record. Yeah. You can you can skirt skirt the, <laughs> the steering, steering wheel, wheel, and the truck goes nowhere, right? But you like skirt skirt the steering wheel in a car, and your car's going skirt skirt into a ditch, right? Right, right. Yeah. So and like and then like the pedals are different, the brakes are you know like you have to like slam on the brake in the truck. And you and you tap the brake on the car and you're like dead stop. You know, it's like two yeah. different two through different the monsters, windshield. Right? You know, right, right. So my dad has only ever driven trucks, so that's all he's used to. Like his trucks, you know, whatever. So yeah. when I was younger, before I had the Honda, I had the Mazda, mm-hmm. and it it in its prime was a sportier car. Um, right. And it's not prime when I got it. It was it was not it's not a sportier car. It was hell. So. <laughs> He whenever he wanted to go somewhere real quick, like down to the store, like down mm-hmm. to the gas station, right? He's like, "Can I borrow your cars?" Like he'd always borrow my brother and I car. It's not a big deal. He put gas in it sometimes. So he comes to me, and this was probably like in high school or something. He comes yeah. to me and he's like, "Hey, can I borrow your car?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, like go for sure. it." So he's like, "I'm going to the bottom of the mountain to get like something. beer and a candy bar, right? Something." So he 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 takes my car, goes. You know, it's like 15 minutes, like you know, like mm-hmm. eight down, eight back, whatever. Comes back, comes to my room, throws me my keys, and I look at him, and he's got a red line <gasps> across no! his forehead. And I was like, you left for 15 minutes. What the fuck happened? What? Like like a, like a, like a child. You look away for five minutes, you like, and you come back, and it's like, where did you get the dirt? Like, how did this happen? You hurt uh-huh. yourself. So he's got this red line across his forehead bad and he his whole face is red he's so mad he's like i almost ripped your sun visor off and i was like <laughs> what are you talking about what happened he proceeds to tell me as he's driving my car that he was going down our like back road that is really uh-huh. janky and small a rabbit ran out in front of him oh no so he slammed on the, the brakes, brakes as if he was oh, driving no. a truck that car came to a dead ass stop and his Buddy. forehead slammed into the fucking sun visor no. oh no his poor little face he's like if it was my car he's like i would have ripped that fucking sun visor off i was like thank you for not ripping my sun visor off first off that's, thank that's you. a good amount of restraint actually <laughs> actually i was like i don't blame you i probably would have like fucking swore at it but like thank Ooh. you so he had this friend and that was 
as he was leaving. That means uh-huh. he did that, still went down to the bottom of the mountain, oh, got his stuff, came back up, and was still mad and still had the red line across his forehead. It went away by the next day, Oof. but it was just like, how hard did you slam your, your oh. fucking head into the sun visor? Of course, he's he's 5'11". Yeah. Um, and I'm 5'5", five five, and that car was a little small, so, like, he, I guess he was, you know, sitting sitting Pretty up real high, high up. to have your fucking head slam into the sun visor. Bless him. So that was, he didn't He didn't run the oh. rabbit over. The rabbit, I was, that was my one question. I was like, the well, did you hit survived. the rabbit? He was like, no. I was like, well, then your head's fine. Then it's okay. It, it's, it's fine. It's okay. You'll be all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> Poor fella. I can't, I can't believe that. That's that that was the memory that unlocked my head and I had to write down on my phone because I was like, oh, oh, okay, another good that one. Makes more another sense. good one. He he had to have like when he went into that gas station, somebody was probably like, Yo, buddy, what happened to your face? What what's going on? Poor what's, guy. what's gesturing to the whole face? What is this? What what is what, this? Is, happening? what is happening here? What's this whole situation? So oh, no. What is the situation at your work? Uh retail is awful right now. Yeah. People like normally don't really know how to act but after the pandemic has been going on for so long absolutely no nobody knows like social cues or like what's acceptable to say and what's acceptable not to say absolutely so. and it's just like you you're not around people like you're not seeing enough i, I can attest to this because i also had the issue when i went to tour apartments because i was mm-hmm. like like you don't practice that muscle it's gonna get weird but then weird yeah. people are now getting weirder, weirder. so so and I'm sorry, you're on the front lines of that bullshit, so. Whee! That's fine. It's uh, it's something. We've had, like, crazy people. Uh, well, not crazy. Like, normal people who just don't know how to act anymore. So, <laughs> I, have a, I have a co-worker who, she's she's not quite my size, but, um, so, like, people have been asking her recently if she's pregnant. And she's <sighs> not. Which, normal scenario, nobody would fucking ask you, right? Because we all have social skills enough to be like, hey, if they haven't said anything, I don't need to ask. Well, she keeps having people come up and be like, hey, so, you know, nice day outside. Uh, when's the baby due? <gasps> and she like, mm. she, the first time mm. it happened, she, it took her a second to process. And she just like dropped her customer customer service voice and was like, what? Oh. And the guy was like, um... Oh, no. And repeated himself. Yes. And repeated himself. And she goes... He repeated himself. What a... What a man. All right. Oh, we're yeah. just really sinking that ship. Hell yeah. And he he was like, well, uh, wh- uh, when's the baby due? And she goes, I'm not pregnant, sir. And mm. I've never seen someone turn that white that fast. <gasps> like, all the color drained out of his face. And he just went... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so, like, dude, she, you better she, fucking be sorry. Jesus. <laughs> she finished everything out and he left. And the next customer comes up and he was like, that guy, the guy was like, he shouldn't have said that to you. I'm so sorry. So like, he secondhand <laughs> apologized. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh my goodness. It's a, it's been a wild time, my man. Oof. It's been a wild I'm time. I'm so sorry. Yeah, because you're... You're having to deal with that firsthand. And then we went to get me like a cot mm-hmm. for my new place and all the people who weren't wearing masks. And yeah, yeah. In any retail store, uh, there's so many people that just don't, especially especially in Tennessee. Like there's so many people that aren't wearing masks. Um, I think I saw something about the, the governor lifted our state of emergency. Is that true? 
I have Did no idea. Happen? I don't. Okay. I don't like. I'm so ready to go to Virginia Fair. right now. I don't give a shit what Billy has to say. Oh my! That's, as uh, soon as he mm-hmm. was like, <gasps> as soon as he fucking said that we're gonna save the vaccines for a rainy day, right? I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking out of here. Goodbye. Yeah, it's like, buddy, it's it's pouring. It's right. we're flooding. Like what? We're, we're in a fucking typhoon <sighs> right now. Like your thoughts He's and prayers idiot. aren't cutting it. Yeah. So He's an absolute idiot, but here yeah. we are. So yeah, fun times. That uh, poor coworker. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Don't uh if you wouldn't say it to your mom, don't say it to people in public. <gasps> so that's all I gotta say. That's some that's some good southern advice Wisdom. right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. If your mama uh, would slap the shit out of you, don't say it. Ooh. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay? i've never fucking heard of that but that's so good you're welcome yeah no i just came up with that on the spot because oh, i really? have to you could have lied you could have just said like no. no that's old family <laughs> wisdom that tra- no. passed down through the d- generations i mean if you want to think that you can that's fine i will that's what yeah. I'm, that's where that's how it's going in the vault cool perfect cool perfect okay great you want to know what's also great I was going to say what your mama wouldn't slap the shit out of you for, but... I mean, she might. I still haven't told her about this. <laughs> My mom sold on it, so here we are. That's fine. Um, spooky stories? Yeah. Cool. Ooh. But today's episode is going to be a little different. It's not actually spooky stories. It's like the build up to spooky stories, right? Yeah. It's a little background information. But so before before we get there, um, coin flip? Yeah. Coin, yeah. Yeah. Coin that, flip first. That? Yeah. Okay. All right. I think so. Um, we've only been doing this for 29 episodes and we still have no idea how this works. Uh, what do you want? <laughs> um, heads. Because I can't sure? make heads nor tails out of it. I cannot fucking stand you. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I lost the coin. It's a little dark in your room too, so I was kind of wondering what it's was going to happen. So I can see it. Ooh, <laughs> I forgot to turn the light on, and it's too late. It's, it's just fine. Too, I don't suffer. Know what it, it didn't. I flip it again. I didn't look to see what it fucking landed <laughs> on like an idiot. Okay, well, should I have a bandaid on too. So I believe in you. Heads, you did you great. Go first. Oh, okay, great. Okay, great, great, great. So, but, but before we start, yes. If you like what we do and you would like to support us in our future endeavors of making podcasts to sate and do whatever it does to your ears, you can support us on patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have a medium tier and an investigator tier. The investigator tier is the basic tier where we give you just a shout out, Instagram, and our gratitude. And then our medium tier. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Has medium tier. There you bonus. go. We have access to our lists. Our lists. Our notes. Our notes. Notes. Stuffs. Thank you. The hamster wheel stopped in my I brain. I got you. The, You're fine. The notes and then access to bonus episodes that we create, which still has all of our bullshit shenanigans in it. So Ooh, more so, I would almost say. Actually, more so because we <laughs> don't. We care about the Patreon episodes, but we're like, fuck it. We're going live. Yeah. Just going. Okay. Going. We're going. Okay. So today's, today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, obviously, we're not covering anything quite spooky, but still informational. Like it's still yes. we, we need to cover it in order to go over a lot of other different topics in the future that we want to go into. And yes. really, we needed to record this before 29, but things happen. So it do what it be. Um, it's different. It's a more informational podcast. We're just going to rip the bandaid, get it over with. And we're, we're you know, we're still yeah. going to we're, we're going to we're it's just still going to be fun. Yeah, we'll make it fun. It's yeah, we always. Ooh. Okay, you ready? So, yeah, you're first. 
All right, I, tell me, Zoe, Zoe Knowlton, what you are covering today. Uh, Zoe Knowlton. You know, people who are listening backwards are not going to know what my real name is. Have you thought about that? I'm not. Because it Sorry? makes me laugh a little bit, and that's okay. I'm fine with that. All right. This week, I'm covering spiritualism. Ooh. The spiritualistic woo-woo movement of, like, yeah. the 1920s? 19, no, the 1880s, 40s? Oh. 18-somethings. Oh. Eight, uh, you should the... know this. You're fucking covering it. It's fine. I just sort of write these in a haze and then, like, remember as I go. Oh, my it is, Jesus. It is what it okay. is. You wrote it today. I know. That's you the wrote part. it today. <laughs> it runs from the 1840s through to, I think, the 1920s. So Today? What? Not yeah, up till today. today? Well, this particular branch of spiritualism, I'll go oh, into oh, the t- today oh, spiritualism oh. too, but okay, you know, it's it's fine. There's a lot here. So the word spiritualism is earliest recorded in 1796. Ooh, during the original spiritualist movement, which here it is from 1840s through the 1920s. There we um, go. The was the way to contact spirits through mediums. Often the mediums were women. In the United States and Europe, spiritualism had more than eight million followers that were mostly drawn from middle and upper class. That's a lot of people to yeah, just is. be all woo woo all of a sudden. Oh, very much so. Yes. So many predominant spiritualists were women who supported the abolition of slavery and women's suffrage. So they were very progressive for the time. Oh yeah, that's like yeah. that's like stake burn shit right there. Uh, yeah, very much so. There were a lot of people <laughs> that were like, oh, spiritualism, don't you mean witchcraft? Mm. So, it is what it is. By the 1880s, the credibility of the informal movement had weakened due the, to the fraud of mediums, so a formal movement actually began to appear in the form of organizations. So, that's right, to cool. weed out to weed out the bullshit, right? Yeah, interestingly enough. I, I think it's kind of cool that it was an informal thing and then became a formal thing. That's kind of mm-hmm, interesting mm-hmm. to me. So let's I've broken this down into a couple of different sections. The first section is going to be the origins of spiritualism. So spiritualism first appeared in the 1840s officially in upstate New York in a place called the Burned Over District, which I thought was a weird name. Burned Over? Was burned it, Over. Was it burnt? Did no. Did it get burned over? Did, yeah. Did it? Did I it? Think, I think it, it missed getting burned, actually. Oh, okay. So that kind of burned See? over. Okay, cool. Huh, got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually a place in New York where a lot of religious movements began, such as Millerism, which they believe the second coming of Jesus would come in 1844. Obviously, he was wrong. So. No, it's 2012. Duh. Yeah, yeah. He done <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so, so, so did the uh, what? What were those people called? Four Blood Moons people? Yeah, the, the f- that that's also Who? some bullshit. The fuck? It's, okay, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay, um, it's one person out there. If just one person gets that reference, I'll be happy. And also in this area, Mormonism had its second great awakening. So ah. that was two other religious movements that happened in this burned over district. But neither of the other religions were like. No, spiritualism's not our jam, thanks. (laughs) No thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) No, that's not for me. So that region of New York was actually an environment in which many people had uh, the thought that direct communication with God and angels was possible, and God would not behave harshly towards people. So, for instance, um, a lot of people in other areas believed believed that unbaptized babies would go to hell. 
but the spiritualist and everybody like in that region was like, nah, that's some shit. That's not, that's not a thing. That's not how any of this works. Correct. So there were two men who were instrumental in creating the foundation for spiritualism. Uh, one guy's name was Emmanuel Swedenborg. What a name. That's a name. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for pronouncing it. Thanks. I practiced. <laughs> uh. And, and uh, Franz Mesmer. Do you remember anybody named Mesmer? Have we mentioned him before? Have we? I feel like we have. Maybe not. I don't I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway, I've talked about it so much today. I don't know. Um, <laughs> poor Gary had to listen to me go on about this for like three hours. So oh, yeah? it is what it is. Okay, cool. So these tell, two guys. Tell, tell me now. Yes. So their teaching provided an example for those seeking a direct personal knowledge of the afterlife. So Swedenborg believed that there was not a single heaven and a single hell. There were multiples of each, like higher and lower echelons. And he also believed that spirits were like the intermediaries between God and us. So God couldn't talk directly to us, but he could talk to spirits and then the spirits could talk to us. But isn't that how it goes? Huh? Isn't that how it goes, like, in general? Like, God can't directly... Well, in in the Christian faith, God can, like, directly talk to people. Can. Oh, okay. I thought it was, like, he he can't have influence, so that's why they have angels, and then, like, the devil can't, and that's why they have demons? No, because the devil and, like, fallen angels are demons. They're the same thing in the Christian faith. Wow, look at that. Okay, I don't know shit. All right, go ahead. (laughs) You're fine. Totally fine. So Mesmer didn't directly contribute to the movement. He didn't really believe in spiritualism, but he did create mesmerism, a.k.a. human magnetism, a.k.a. hypnotism. The fuck? Okay. So he created hypnosis. So how do you get a fucking how do you get a movement out of hypnotism? Like we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I trust you. Okay. I, I appreciate it. Thanks. This was a, a lot of Google research. Yes. <laughs> so Mesmer, which I think it's really funny that he went with mesmerism, like, mm-hmm. let me mesmerize you. A little, little pompous. Oh, I, I like it. Last, his last name. All right. It is. It just happens to be both. Mm-hmm. So he naturally had to have a lot of showmanship during his demonstrations of mes- mesmerism. And other practitioners who picked it up were like, oh, we should entertain the audience with our demonstrations. That's way more fun. So, of course, it mm-hmm. wasn't a like, you know, everything's cool. It was a, hey, pay me $80. Let me show you how this thing works. Ah, in it for the money. Yeah, basically. Capitalism at its finest. Ha! Huh. Capitalism. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the most well-known person who actually combined both of those, like the teachings for both of those dudes, was a guy named Andrew Jackson Davis. I thought you were just going to say Andrew Jackson hard stop, and I was like, the fuck? Okay. Hold on. Wait. I mean, he was really interested in uh, the Belt Witch, so maybe. Uh, I don't know. She's my favorite all time. (laughs) Me too. Me too. That was my favorite story I've ever covered. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck around and find out. It was great. So so Davis called this fused system harmonial philosophy. So. Yeah? Yeah. He tried to I make it, it sound super well, cool. Well, fancy as shit. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up. Let's go. So Davis was a practicing mesmerist, a faith healer, and a clairvoyant from Br- Blooming Grove, New York. Mm-hmm. All of those were self-proclaimed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was I'm never sure. Yeah, verified from a third party. So here we are. In 1847, he published 
The Principles of Nature, Her Divine Revelations, and A Voice to Mankind, which is a long-ass book title. Oh, that's, that was one book. That was all oh, I thought one there book. Was, I thought there were commas in there. <laughs> I mean, there's commas in the title. Oh, okay. That's a long-ass book title. Okay. Um, so he dictated this entire book to a scribe named Phil- William Fishbow while under a trance. So he okay. Went, yeah, in that okay. I was like, okay, all right, let's go. Uh, following that publication, he lectured on the topic with little success. So he returned back to writing books and was much more successful and ended up writing thirty books in all. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I mean, get That's it, get, get it, get it, get it. Cap capital. I know, right? Let's get going. <laughs> So the beliefs of spiritualism. Uh, So spiritualism is a religious movement based on the belief that spirits of the dead, known as disincarnate humans, um, have the ability and the inclination to communicate with the living, directing them. Okay. Oh, kind of like how uh, the spirit box was made. Mm Kind of sort of. That's a Patreon episode if you want to know more. Okay. I hope you want to know more because it's pretty cool. I'm going to plug that in right there. I still have to read the book. Okay, go ahead. One day. So spirit mediums are gifted to inherently have this type of communication, but anybody can learn how to become a medium through practice and study. I thought that was cool. I mean, that's like, yeah, it's like a muscle. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah. So the afterlife or spirit world, as it's also called, is a place where spirits do not stay static. So they don't just go there to die or to exist or whatever. They actually continue growing and evolving and learning until they are more advanced and knowledgeable than humans. Huh. Mm-hmm. So since okay. these spirits are more advanced than humans, they're capable of providing useful knowledge about moral and ethical issues, as well as answering questions about God. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. Some spiritualists will speak of spirit guides, which are specific spirits that are relied upon for spiritual guidance. Pretty self-explanatory. Anyone can receive a spirit message. This one's important. Anybody can get a spirit message, but formal communication sessions are known as seances and are held only by mediums. Yes. This is yeah. this is what we have established. Correct. Cool. So here are some notable notable spiritualists. Try and say that five times fast. Notable spiritual uh, I can't even say spiritualists. <laughs> are you kidding me? Shit. You're doing great. You're doing great. So many spiritualists, when you ask, like, hey, when did this whole thing start? They'll say March 31st, 1848. Like, what they the fuck know was the on fucking that date. date. Tell me, what's on that day? <laughs> so on that date, Kate and Margaret Fox of Hydesdale, New York, reported they made contact with the spirit of a murdered peddler whose body was found in their house. The spirit would communicate with them through knocking sounds. Did, did they find the body in their house? No. And unfortunately, they were never able to verify that anyone was murdered in the house. Uh, okay. But I don't want to go too in-depth on the Fox sisters just because I want to do a spe- like a separate episode on them in the future. Cool, cool. So the Fox sisters became the first celebrity mediums and their family friends, Amy and Isaac Post, Quakers from Rochester, New York, longtime friends of the family, actually took them into their home in the spring of 1848 where they immediately were convinced they were mediums, 100%. So the posts introduced them to their other Quaker friends who were immediately convinced. Yeah, because, like, they're Quakers. Like, yeah. normally you can't, they're not, like, all woo-woo and shit, so. Right? They got real okay. woo-woo for this shit. So a lot of early spiritualists were actually radical Quakers. Like, a lot of them. Oh, 
Yeah, I didn't expect that's, that at all. That's I would no, I didn't expect that and know that shit. Okay, cool. Yeah. A lot of them were actually uncomfortable with the more prominent churches in their area due to the lack of them fighting slavery or doing nothing for women's rights. So the beliefs that they were like, ah, we need to be like pushing for these social justice things. The right. church was like, no, that's not something we do. So of course not. Right. And a lot of those Quakers had actually already been primed to listen to spiritualism from Andrew Jackson Davis years before. Okay. So okay. they heard him speak and were like, yeah, I kind of think that's nice. That sounds pretty neat. I'm sounds on board. neato. So the most popular trance lecturer, which is a cool word, trance lecturer, okay. prior to the Civil War was a woman named Cora Lucinda Veronica Scott. What a name. That I love was a it. mouthful. so she was very young and beautiful and she fascinated men sounds about right yeah she was viewed as a very beautiful and girlish and then when she would speak it contrasted a lot to her like physicality because she spoke in such an eloquent way about spiritual matters so when men would attend her like little her deal um they would find that contrast between how she looked and how she spoke to be so compelling when she would allow spirits to speak through her. Huh. Yeah. So they were like, oh, okay. she's really pretty. Wow, she sounds smart. What do we do? Oh, so. no. Huh. My penis. Burn the witch. <laughs> <laughs> Another famous woman was Aisha Sprague. She developed a rheumatic fever, or RF, at the age of 20 and attributed her amazing recovery, because she somehow didn't fucking die, to yes. intercession by spirits. Okay, okay. So she would travel around the country as a trans lecturer the rest of her life, and she was a noted abolitionist and advocate for women's rights as well. That's just a common theme. Neat. Yeah, okay. I can get behind. I mean, we're we're down. We're here. 2021. Let's go. So here we're moving into skepticism. So in the years following the Fox sisters, mediumship actually became a profitable venture and a popular form of entertainment. So the Fox sisters had been able to earn a living and had no problem doing so, were very famous as a result. So other people jumped on the train. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Showmanship became an increasingly important part of spiritualism, and the visible, audible, and tangible evidence escalated as mediums competed for paying audiences, to the point where they would fake it in some cases. Capitalism! Woo! Give me that money. As a result of this, the popularity of independent investigating grew with it. In 1887, a report of the Sabert Commission, which was a group of faculty members at the University of Pennsylvania, chose to investigate, start investigating mediums. That's so interesting. Right? Isn't that weird? That faculties, because that's not the first time. I think yeah, it was either Yale or Harvard. They yeah. also put together a team to investigate so it's like it's that predominant that universities are like mm, I don't, let's just let's actually like band together and do something and check it out yeah, maybe we should like look into this maybe so this report claimed that fraud was widespread and some of the cases that they found fraud they actually were prosecuted in court good because you're yeah. fucking ripping people off and stealing you're lying to people you're taking their money So during this time is when researchers like Harry Price, which we covered in 29, um, gentleman named Frank Podmore, John Neville Meskelin, 
Ma- mm. Mascaline. Mascaline. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Heward Carrington. He- Heward. I like that name. Heward Carrington. Heward. Mm-hmm. Heward. Uh, Joseph McCabe and Harry Houdini, of course. Oh, Houdini. That's my man. That's my boy. Undertook exposing fraudulent mediums. So despite reports and just anything coming out that people, you know, spiritualists were frauds, Spiritualism stayed strong, and after the Civil War, many people who had seen, you know, their loved ones leave and go off to war and never come home. Ugh. So, as a result of that, they turned to mediums to contact their lost loved ones while they were grieving. Right, right. A, a very well-known instance of this is Mary Todd Lincoln, who organized seances in the White House for herself and her husband, President Abraham Lincoln, in an oh. attempt to contact their lost son. Oh. hmm Okay. So the surge of spiritualism during this time immediately following the Civil War and even into World War I was a direct response to the massive amount of battlefield casualties. Right. Which, there's a lot of grief. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, grief going on. Yes. So people are wanting to, and like not even closure. So it's like, you know, we didn't have, we don't have cell phones, we don't have right. email. So yeah. people go off and then it's just like, are they coming back today? I don't know. Yeah. They're just, they're gone. Like, oh, I can't even imagine. No, thanks. No, um, good. So scientists actually chose to investigate the phenomenon also, which included William Crookes. He is the gentleman who discovered thallium and created the Crookes tube. So he was into spiritualism, which I thought was kind of interesting. Thallium in the Crookes tube? Yeah. Yeah. Sciencey stuff. Yeah. Me, he was a my chemist. science brain. Oh, what? He was a chemist. Oh, helps. he was a co- Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm about to like. Yeah, do it. Like, Look him up. Sciencey. I'm like, I'm on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you another few. Um, Alfred Russell Wallace, he was a co-discoverer of natural selection. And even Arthur Conan Doyle, who wrote Sherlock Holmes. All of these, yeah. All these men were part of the Ghost Club, which I mentioned (laughs) in the Harry Price episode, Uh, 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 which uh. was founded in London in 1862. Still makes me cackle. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Harry Price and Charles Dickens were both members of the club, which Mm -hmm. I think is kind of fun. Other notable spiritualists are Marie Curie, who, of course, discovered radium and radioactivity, her husband, and even Thomas Edison, who wanted to develop a spirit phone, which was basically a spirit box. No way. Look yeah. at that. Isn't that cool? I thought that was fun. That's pretty neat. Neato. So in 1899... Spiritualism moved officially from an informal movement to a formal one with the Declaration of Principles when uh, the National Spiritualist Association adopted the Declaration of Principles. So, yay. They got some, like, laws and stuff. They got notoriety and, like, it's an official thing. and Yeah, they, like, wrote things down now. Right, you're not, like, a bunch of weirdos. Like, there's actual scientists getting involved. Interesting. This sounds like like a history paper. It really does. It feels like a history paper. Like when I was doing my research, I was like, oh my goodness, this is, ooh, this is hey, like taking me back to sixth grade with like book reports. If, <laughs> if you have to, uh, if you have to take another history class, just like save this one. Oh, for, I will. For, the, for a paper. I will. I probably will actually. That sounds great. Mm-hmm, sounds like mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So as spiritualism continued to evolve, so did their views of Darwin's theory of evolution of all things. That's. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Let me let me Why? read you some quotes. Tell me. So, good. Gerald Masses was this guy's name. Uh, he claims that Darwin's theory of evolution was incomplete. 
He goes on to say, the theory contains only one half of the explanation of man's origins and needs spiritualism to carry it through to complete it. For a while, this ascent on the physical side has been progressing through myriads of ages. The defined, divine descent has also been going on. Man being spiritually an incarnation from the divine as well as a human development from the animal creation. The cause of the development is spiritual. Mr. Darwin's theory does not in the least mm, militate against ours. We think it necessitates it. So, I thought that, that was, was a lot cool. of words. That was a lot of words. So. Yeah. Basically, cliff notes that bitch. Yeah. So basically what he was saying is Darwin, his theory explains the physicality. It doesn't explain the divinity of it. So it doesn't explain how we can still communicate with things after they've died. Stuff like that. Um, It it thinks that without spiritualism, the doctrine of Darwin is a broken link, so spiritualism ah. will accept evolution and carry it out and make both ends meet in a perfect circle. So Thumbs up. Yeah. If you say so. Yeah, it's it's really, I thought it was kind of interesting that they took Darwin's, like, theory of evolution. Um, uh-huh. And then were like, okay, that makes sense, but what about this? And kind of just threw that in there. I thought that was cool. That was a little, yeah. A little interesting. So, moving on into the 1920s, spiritualism split into three different directions. So, we have syncretism, spiritualist church, and cyclical research, also known as parapsychology. So, those are the three different directions that spiritualism split into. Okay. So, the first one is syncretism. So, the traditional medium and client without any hierarchy or dogma is kind of how it's, like, quickly explained. Uh, This will bring spiritualistic beliefs intermingled with Eastern religion, astrology, ritual magic, reincarnation. It's still alive and well today. It's very similar to New Age belief, but not Uh the same. So, ooh. Oh, here we are in my notes. Today's uh, synchronic synchronic spiritualists are very closely related to New Age and neo-pagan beliefs, while some call themselves Christian spiritualists. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Some just call themselves self-spiritualists. It is what it is. Hey, you know, labels, just whatever you want to be. right? Just slap it on there. It's fine. So the spiritualist church is the second direction it took. So they followed Christian denominations in establishing liturgies and a set of seven principles Mm -hmm. um, and even training requirements for mediums. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. A standardized test for being a medium. What? (laughs) Well, we needed it at this point because shit. Yeah. Yeah, And it's still around today, actually, which is Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's take it. So the U.S. churches are associated with the National Spiritualist Association of Churches, Formal education in spiritualist practices emerged in the 1920s with organizations like the William T. Stead Center in Chicago, Illinois, and still continues there today. Oh, fancy. Yeah. I have a list of churches linked in my notes that are still identified as, like, spiritualist churches. Okay. Okay. I thought that was kind of cool. And then the last and final one, which is my favorite. Uh, Cyclical research is the last of the three. Yes. Cyclical research has been around since as early as 1882 with the foundation of the Society of Cyclical Research. They're all about investigating spiritualist claims. So the topics that they researched includes extra, any kind of extrasensory perception. So telepathy, uh, precognis... Mm, I always fuck this one up and I practice I believe it in so you. hard. I believe in you. <sighs> Precognition. 
Like future vision, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clairvoyance, seeing visions. Cytokinesis. What is that? Moving stuff with your mind. It's it's basically um, being telekinetic. Oh, yeah. I thought that was just telekinesis. Yeah, you can say it either way. I like psychokinesis better. It sounds cool. Psycho. Okay. (laughs) You psycho. You Gemini. You're right. And Mm -hmm. then psychometry. Which is reading an energy field, or like like you you touch a, a an object, right? And okay. you will know the history of the object just by touching oh. it. Or Ooh. yeah, you can like know who it belonged to, stuff like that. Okay, that, that one's my favorite. I that think it's that cool. one's pretty cool. Yeah. Another topic of um, study would be near death experiences, which I was like, oh, okay, okay, synchronicities. That's you know, the one thing. Yeah. Do you know what those are? That's when like two people experience something that happens and like one person wasn't actually there. Yeah. Or it means like meaningful coincidences. Okay. So like things that are just too coincidental. It it almost gives you like that deja vu feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, mm, I don't really know. Something's off here, which is always fun. Um, apparitional experiences, which I thought was a fun way to say see a ghost. <laughs> fancy we gotta stay fancy we gotta add yeah. uh, as many fancy words as we can to explain make it something. sound scientific and so on and so forth so cool. cyclical research is my personal favorite of course because that's what we talk about every week but this kind of gives just a, a little background on spiritualism uh how it worked you know how it grew and changed obviously you got some of it from the harry price episode but i wanted to go a little further in on spiritualism oh so wait that's it yeah, that's it. Oh, okay, full stop. That was cool. all. Yeah. Okay. It was still a little like still woo woo spooky. Yes. Very much so. Yeah, you put a couple you put you dab you dabbled some like medium stuff in there. That was good. Yes. That was a good yeah. sprinkle. Okay. I, I tried to. It was it was a lot. It was a lot of dense information to go through and try and put in some sort of like sensical order. So. Yes, and then and then you just have to be like, Oh, I don't need like this, you know, five hour tangent. Mm-hmm. I just need just to scratch the surface level. And of course, we can always like go in deeper if we need to like break yes. it down and also cover the three different, you know. Kinds a little more in depth. Yeah, like after the 1920s. Yeah. And then cover some cyclical research that was found and blah, blah, blah. Woo. Lots of stuff. So. Okay. That's that's so me th- done. So that was that was a spiritual movement. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Okay. All right. So. What is it that makes us so interested in what we don't understand? We're setting out to investigate everything strange, unusual, and scary in our world. They're going to be able to scan your brain and upload it to a computer. Some people think of it as like the greatest victory that we could ever have because it makes you immortal in a sense. I think it's terrifying. It is terrifying. We invite guests who bring their own personal perspectives. I mean, especially considering the fact that the overwhelming majority of UFO sightings and documentation occurs within miles of nuclear testing facilities. Yeah. They bring their own encounters with the paranormal. All of a sudden, I feel this whoosh of wind and this ringing in my ear so loud that makes me stand up straight. And we both had this moment of, you know, maybe we should get out of here. It was a hot summer day and a hot night, but when I went into this one room, it was freezing. And I, to this day, it felt like somebody was going to push me down the stairs. A few months into living at the new house, I was woken up to the lamps being on and the snow globe music box going off. Hello. And most of all, we just have a ton of fun. Jacques would never eat. Not a single bite. 
just sip from his glass of wine. He was a vampire. He was a vampire. 100% a vampire. Holy buckets. My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hello, weirdos. And you are listening to Keep It Weird. Moving right along. Yeah, so we have two announcements. Yes, we do. Yes, two announcements. Okay, so we have actually started a YouTube channel. So we had a couple of people come Ooh. forward to be like, you know, it's really good, but we prefer to listen to podcasts on YouTube. So we have started, we started, when I say we, I mean I. Yeah, uh, thanks. Started, <laughs> yeah, started to upload our videos on there. So if you would prefer to watch us on YouTube, they are slowly but surely being uploaded and eventually I will be caught up and then those will be on sync with our regular Regular, regularly scheduled podcast. They will be in sync. Yes. So when a podcast episode will drop, eventually the YouTube channels will be in sync and dropping as well. Yay. Also, as soon, like when this episode drops, we should, the second announcement is yes. that we should have a P.O. box. Whoop, so whoop. a couple of people had also been like, hey, can we send you stuff? So if you want to send us stuff. That's cool. I'm down that's for cool. that. That's cool. That's so we're going to have a nifty. Yeah, we're going to have a P.O. box, and then also we're going to have um, an Amazon wish list of, like, things that if, like, you don't want to, like, support us, like, via Patreon or anything like that, you can just buy us, like, Amazon stuff, which in turn, mm-hmm. like, on our wish list is stuff for the podcast, so, like, books, yeah. investigation tools, like, I put, like, dousing rods on, like, mine, so we're going to have those up, and if you want to ship them to our P.O. box, you are more than welcome to do that. Beautiful. I have a third announcement. I'm so sorry. Oh, I said two. Oh. Third. We also have something that's called Buy Me a Coffee <gasps> that we actually set up. So if you just want to like tip us, that's yes. cool too. Yeah. Support my caffeine addiction, please. I mean, it's not tech- it's not really buy me a coffee. It's just like five dollar tips that they say buy me a coffee. Give me five dollars to buy a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you coffee slut. Okay. You're right. <laughs> So this part of the episode is where we give shout outs to our newest Patreon members, but we do not have one this week. So that is okay. But if you would like to also support us, not monetarily, money, money wise. Did I yeah, say monetarily. that right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you okay. did good. Okay, cool. I You're just spelled words and it's like, I hope to God that that's right. <laughs> you can go on iTunes and rate and leave a review. If you yes, put please. profanity in the review, we found out that it will be removed. So don't Which say that silly. we're a fucking, yeah. Don't say we're a fucking pool, cool podcast because it will be taken down so which is dumb but thank you for your support regardless you tried we thank you um if you're on spotify smash that follow button and anywhere else you're listening to us do the thing let's go do the thing if you like what we do rate and review okay thank you (laughs) i love how happy it makes you when i do that (laughs) because i always forget like a weirdo (laughs) every fucking time i'm like i was like she's gonna say it and i don't remember what it is okay (laughs) I love it. Here we are. Okay, all so right. I think that covers all of our... I think it do. That's, okay, cool. That's everything that's I remember. All I only knew the two, two of the we'll, three. So. We'll, we'll announce it again on later episodes. Yes. Yeah. Woo, so. And we'll have the actual like name of the P.O. box at that point, too, so we can like yell out that, like the address. Or just post it on the website. That'd be easier. That's Let's that's do fine. that. That's fine. Okay. That's cool. So today, I, on episode number 31, will Woo. be covering... Modern Wicca, which is just also Let's just go. Wicca. It could also just be the Wicca movement. So I'm sold. Th- this one's actually pretty <gasps> interesting. I got some. I have a question. Yes. In your research, this is very important. This is very yes. important. No, did uh, yeah. you find any website called WikiHow or WikaHow? Because I feel like that would make somebody real happy 
or like make a lot of money if it's not there. So like I need somebody who is like a practicing Wiccan to make it if it's not there because I need a Wicca how because because there's a Wiki how I need a Wicca how you know that makes sense. Yes. So there's is it a thing? It should be a thing if it's not a thing. Nope. God, nope. somebody needs that to do needs that. A, that needs to be a fucking website. That's actually really good. I don't I don't know enough to make it happen, but I need someone to make it happen. I'll buy the domain name and then we'll make it happen. Let's go. Cuz I don't honestly, I'll be real with you, after reading this, I was I was fucking sold. I'm like, yeah. I'm ready to be a Wicca. Like I am sold okay. cuz I was like, you know, I'm not a huge yeah. like Christianity. I'm not yeah. big into that, but I'm like I'm I'm big on yeah. being a good person. Right, yeah. Right, and I'm also big on being just, like, woo-woo energy, but, like, low-key. Like, I'm not going to be like, no, let me cast no, a spell pretty. on you. Like, I'm, like, mm. a very private, right? So, you're, but after reading pretty. this, I was, mm. excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch! You'd be pretty in your face. It's fine. Excuse me? What the fuck are you trying to say? <laughs> Triggered. Fuck you. All right, so anyways, you dick. I'm covering I'm sorry, Wicca. Yeah. Mm, mm, like I'm how? Mad at you this fuck you. So <laughs> <clears throat> I'm covering Wicca. You dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it is so broad. I'm gonna it's okay. You got me flustered. I'm now, so, so I'm sorry. Up, I'm upset. So I'm gonna cover this in two topics. Yes. It's going to be how it started, which is I love it, the person who helped start this. I focused on one guy. A lot of mm-hmm. people say like it's started by multiple people, which it was, but I focused okay. on one particular person that really really just drew it on drove it on home there we go yes and then i'm gonna cover like the practices and beliefs of a wicca now i'm gonna put a disclaimer this is not witchcraft so if some of you are like well i'm christian and i don't want to do it this is not that yeah and i mean even then we can all come to a safe place together and talk and not be dicks to each other because i identify as a christian and i'm not a dick to anybody about anything right so so you're probably gonna be a christian and i'm probably gonna be a wicca and this is gonna be a thing yeah, let's so, go. Here, so I'll, I'll get into what the difference is between witchcraft and Wicca is a little bit yes, later please. once I cover. It's not Satanism. It is Correct. not black magic. It is not that shit. So we're that I'm is just a disc- big difference. Big difference. So I'm going to put that out there. And here we go. Okay. So Wicca is mm. a Western movement that started in England somewhere around 1920, 1950. I'll get into the details of like what mm-hmm. was going on and you'll understand why. Okay. So it it follows the pr- the practice of witchcraft but like not mm-hmm. not the witchcraft of like satanism but like right. witchcraft of like casting like doing spells and magic and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah. and natural worship but like i said not on the pretense of satanism certainly and, and and after i get into the history of it we'll get into like what the difference is a little bit perfect so it was it was to tap into the original roots of paganism mm-hmm. that was really heavy in like the northern and western parts of europe so like um like the celtics and Mm -hmm. like stuff like stuff like that so like not like rome in the in the catholic and like stuff Mm -hmm. like that so certainly definitely tap into those roots so as i said the guy who is mostly responsible for the new movement of modern witchcraft or wicca Mm -hmm. is here we go i believe in gerald i don't know how to say his middle name brosseau gardner okay but we're just gonna call him gardner works for me Gardener. Yeah. Okay. He grew a wick out of his little garden because he's a gardener. Oh my my God. Oh my God. So he may or may not have a witch relative. This guy, Mm -hmm. I need you. Actually, actually, can you do me a favor? Yeah. What? Can you, can you, can you like pull up your phone and Google him right now? I need Uh, you to know what he looks like as I'm talking about him so you can crack, crack jokes. Okay. Gerald, Gerald Gardner. 
And anybody else who's listening, also please look him up because it will make what I'm talking about ten times oh, more hilarious. <laughs> Aww. Did you just see him with like his white hair sticking up? He he looks he looks so happy. Yeah, he, he well, looks, well he was pretty happy. He looks I'll get in. sold on every Brousseau is his middle yeah. name. Yeah. Brousseau, there you go. Cersei? No. Yes, that was his pen name. Oh. Because oh. witchcraft was illegal in Europe at one point. Okay, so now yes, now that was. we've established what he's looked like, he looks a little. He looks a little. What what a he looks like a what witch. A, what a guy. Well, yeah, what thank a guy, you. Am I right? <laughs> so he, like I said, looked looked like he was into witchcraft. He looks like a he looks like a wizard. So he does as, a little bit. Yeah, right. So as as a child, he had asthma, so he didn't he didn't play with the other children because he was oh. just built. He was built different. Buddy. So he traveled uh, with his family's Irish nursemaid. So, like, the, okay. I guess the, the family hired a nursemaid for him. Right. And she apparently traveled across Europe, and he just went with her, which is oh. such a strange concept to Americans that, like, it, oh, yes. traveling to a different country? But, like, if we travel to a different part of America, it's like going to a different country. Let's be yeah, real. Yeah, because, I mean, America's so large. Correct. That makes sense. The North, the South, the West, what's going on? And uh, we don't the Midwest. About, we don't talk about the Midwest. Oh, oh, okay. All <laughs> right. So, so he traveled all over Europe. And then when she returned to Sir, Sir Lanka? Sir, Sri Lanka? Sri Lanka? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. I got you. I don't. Yikes. I'm so sorry. You're doing great. She, apparently her husband lived there. So she mm. moved back there to be with her husband. So I don't know why there but okay so guard gardener went with him went with her so she, okay. so he went down there so he became a worker on a tea plantation and then later on as a rubber tree inspector a customs official and an inspector of opium oh yeah so oh uh, yeah yeah i'm sure he inspected that opium you know what i mean with the way he looks <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did a little more than inspect. I think he taste tested a couple times, you know? You know you know how I told you I wrote jokes in my notes to get you to say shit? Uh-huh. Was this one of them? That was one of them, and it okay, got you to good. say exactly what I wanted you to say. Good. So here we go. I'm so, so glad you know me this well. So <laughs> while while he was working and doing this stuff and uh-huh. questionably whatever he was doing with the opium, he was turning his eyes towards the local culture. Okay. Specifically the religion and the supernatural and the magic beliefs of what was going on. So in that area he was in Malaysia. Yes. Malaysia, sorry. Yes. I my the hamster wheel was going. You're so doing great. he studied ritual weapons and apparently became an expert of the native people there because he was ah. he was down for the woo woo. All the of, opium. Right. <laughs> Let's no, go. <laughs> no. So he also would spark archaeological expeditions Mm -hmm. to find lost cities in the east so he was okay just he was all about it he was all about that energy about that woo woo and just let's go whatever whatever so at the ripe old age of 52 Gardner Mm -hmm. returned to england with his wife to live in southern england in what is called new forest so when did he get married sometime okay in that time period it was Oh. It just he while while he was in the east, like in okay. Asia, okay, doing okay, his jam, okay. he got married out there, and then gotcha. That's I'm the following. only time I'm going to mention her, so that's why I didn't really oh. include too much. Fair, because yeah. this this story is all about Gardner. Okay, let's go. So he went on another expedition to Cyprus. Okay, and while he was there, he apparently discovered some places that he just saw in his dreams, uh-huh. and he was. 
thoroughly convinced that he has once lived on Cyprus in another lifetime. Okay. Yes. So okay. this is where he became fascinated with the idea of goddess worship and how early civilization worshipped a female goddess and mm, then shifted yes. to what is called the sky god or a male-dominated mm -hmm. worship. Right. So he yeah. that became really interesting to him Mother, and that comes up. Mother Earth and Father Sky, is that right? About, yeah. It's been a minute. Okay. It's been a minute. Yeah. So Okay. So he 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 then started to delve into more uh, religious origins in mm -hmm. the area he settled in. So no, okay. So he yes yeah, started to research religious origins specifically to the area he was living in. Right? Okay, gotcha. So he discovered that witchcraft paganism was the name of the game in that area. All right, Gardner. Right. So Gardner became involved with the occult group, uh, the Fellowship of Crotona. Okay. Crotona. Okay. Okay. Which was a derivative of the Theosophical Society. Oh. So, so I say, I say uh, occult, but they, again, this is not Satanism. Like, it, this is not that. This is not black Certainly. magic stuff. So, this this um, Theosophical Society was founded in New York City in 1875, which I find really interesting. I also right? find that interesting. Isn't that weird? Because you just hmm. you just kind of talked about that time period a lot. So it was, basically combines uh, Buddhism and Hinduism beliefs and investigates humanity's place in the universe. So hmm. this this whole this whole that whole theme in like the universe and woo woo is going to keep coming up in this because you know Perfect. which is so the fellowship. So back back to the just the regular old fellowship of um how do I say it Crotona. Mm, yes. <clears throat> Practice. Oh God! Here we go. Yeah. Rosicrucian. Rosicrucian. Cool. I don't know rituals, <laughs> which devoted to ancient, mystical, philosophical, and religious principles. So if you can see, we're kind of like narrowing down what yes. uh, Gardner is kind of like getting into, right? I'm down. So okay. So while he was at this fellowship, fun fact: another member of the group claimed to had known gardener from his past life in cyprus okay so apparently Ooh. these two dudes like jived over their past life in cyprus and apparently knew yeah. each other hell yeah so gardener in 1939 was initiated into a coven which mm -hmm. is a, which is a witchy witchy coven right yes but the coven according to historical records was only fairly new so it wasn't like an old an old pagan one right so mm. once in he started studying witchcraft because that's kind of where he was most Interested. Fascinated. Yes, interested in. So, like, yeah. the, it just basically all drove down to witchcraft is what he was like, like definitely stair into. Like, steps down. Yeah, right. So, it just kind of trickled down. So, he joined it with the intent of publishing a book about witchcraft. However, at the mm -hmm. time, any talk of witchcraft or anything in it was illegal in the UK. Of course. So, he he published it under a false name. You said Circe. I say Sire. I have no idea. It's... um. S-C-I-R-E. Yeah, it's definitely not Cersei because there's not another C in the end. But it's also the UK and it's, I don't know. So <laughs> here we are. So his, the book that he published was called High Magic's Aid. Now, a lot of Gardner's books you can still purchase. They're on Amazon. Ooh. I put a couple in my wish list. Hell <laughs> yeah. Right? So another witchy person Gardner had met along the way was Alistair. I fucking love that name. Crowley. Crowley? Crowley. Oh, Alistair Crowley. All right. Go on. You know him? Yes, you I do. Go on. Okay. Okay. So apparently he was also an occultist, witchcraft, Wiccan kind of person. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in the coven called 
Oh dear Jesus. Okay, not that's Oh not dear the Jesus. Name of it. That's a no, 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 no. That's not the name of the coven. <laughs> no, it's just the name of it makes me cringe. Odo- Ordo Templi Orentis. Okay. I think it's uh, Roman. Okay. Or um, Latin. Sorry. Excuse yeah. me. Latin. So they were a group that practiced magic from the East, from East Asia called Tantrism, Ooh. in which a spiritual movement which involved mantras, symbolic body postures and motions and um, <coughs> sexual rituals. Um, I was about to say, do you so, know what like tantric means? Because that's nope. all about the sex. That's no, it. That's geez. all the No, thing. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. This kind of weirdly led to him converting his home to a nudist lodge. Of Whatever this it did. dude whatever this dude found and liked he was like we're adding it pile it on like like nudity bring it sexual orgies bring it in i think he's just a hedonist that's here we are i think he was just the kinky pervert motherfucker but here we are so so basically it was you are what you do i guess the the biggest denomination that he really was attracted to was witchcraft Mm. but that but he kept piling on other things other aspects of Mm -hmm. other um religious stuff thank you yes he yeah. was just he would just add on it to be like you know what i'm okay. doing it now we're adding yeah. it to, we're adding it to so did did convert his home to a nudist lodge where they would all do upside down monster mash for spiritual reasons upside down monster mash the do the do the upside down monster mash that's what i call that's what i call sex really i've never heard you call it that really you never heard yeah, me say really. the upside down monster mash i think that yeah, just say i'm that trying in my head, to but... make that make sense you don't if you don't think That's, about it it makes sense so we're moving on so by okay. 1951 so his his like he was doing all this witchcraft mm-hmm. stuff and like researching it before the 1950s so right. that's why the the wiccan movement started before the 1950s but if you ask somebody they're like no it started in the 1950s because mm. in 1951 england lifted its laws on witchcraft and gardner oh. could freely publicly speak about how the old witch stuff works right oh that makes sense so Gardner moved to the Isle of Man and started his own coven out of a museum that he bought and invited a oh. woman by the name of Doreen Valent. I pr- I swear to God, I practice this, and as soon as I You're get in front of the great, mic, it's I just promise. like cry. Valenti, thank you, Valenti into you did great the coven. Thank you. So these two together created what they call the Book of Shadows, which is important yes. and will come up later. Yeah. Uh, in the Book of Shadows, they wrote rules and rituals of the coven. Um, mm-hmm. Bless Doreen. Bless her. Bless be unto her. She toned down the sexual practice practices, right? Right. Um, okay. And and uh, upped the goddess worship. Right. So okay. So she was just kind of like, you know what? Because something that was the issue at the nudist lodge was mm. um, they were having more male members than female members, and that's oh, kind of gross. an issue. Yeah. I mean, b- being a woman in that situation is kind of gross. Right. And so apparently he was Bless. having to hire prostitutes out of London. Oh. oh. To perform their yeah yeah so their orgies. Um, <clears throat> their <clears throat> stop it. So <laughs> so so. <laughs> So, with his publication of Witchcraft Today, Ooh. is it, that's and also that's that's something you can buy. It explained how witchcraft was buying out. So this was okay. kind of like his first, like straight out of like the 1951. Um, mm. It's legal now to talk about. So that was his yeah. first book that he published in his name and was just like you know witchcraft sign out blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. However, he just kind of put it out there that it was going to die, and that's kind of where he was going. However. Mm. Like I said for the second time, the book caused a resurgence of the interest in England. 
Makes sense. So I, I guess enough people bought it and was just like, hell yeah, let's do it. Well, so I mean, Gardner- it sounds like a periodical. Witchcraft today. Witchcraft so, today. You I like it. I have to read it. So like Gardner it. was dubbed Britain's chief witch. Oh. So this is why he was dubbed the um, person who started the Wiccan movement because he ah. just apparently just got that title. And yeah, just really open just- about it. Real woo-woo. So there was a lot of hate towards the publication from other witches because mm. he they believed he was sharing too many secrets oh. because he also joined that coven in order to publish their secrets. Uh, kind of a dick move. Fair. And also, as I said, a lot of like his other, I guess, cult, uh, religious appropriation mm. stuff where he would just take and grab bits yeah. and pieces and throw it in his own book of shadows. Um his his nudist stuff uh, a yeah. lot of people did not like that because you know that's not that's the the i i jokingly say the sex orgies but that is more associated with the bad witchcraft which is mm. not what we're talking about here so that's why doreen really wanted to tone it down because it mm-hmm. gave a really bad name so that makes that's not yeah that's not not uh too big in today's wiccan like at all so after Gardner's death of a heart attack, oh, his his private papers were published. Mm-hmm. His claims to be um, in the lineage of a witch mm. were not true. So he claimed that he was a part of that, and he whatever uh, it was not true. He was blending, like I said, a lot of his knowledge together to create something almost entirely new. Right. So that's that was a lot of his papers and gotcha. whatnot. So. How did this all get to the U.S. and other parts of the world? So yeah. Gardner had been invited, had invited a man by the name of Raymond Buckley. He also published a book that you can purchase today about witchcraft, which I think is pretty cool. Okay. Where Raymond Buckley. Yeah, Buckley. So he and Gardner were were down. I guess Buckley really liked it. He was like, you know what? This is cool. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm down. Buckley returned to America, and he started to speak of Gardner's teaching and spreading it. So by ah. the turn of the 21st century, more than 50,000 people identified as Wiccans. Okay. So that's how it got there. That that motherfucker flew well, that Wiccan flag hard in America. He talked a l- to a lot of people. Yes. So, hmm. huzzah. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the history. That's kind of how it started up. So... Like I said, there's other people who have had influences, mm-hmm. but I just for the sake of like time and just covering yeah. what we need to cover, we're going to go with Gardner. And well, that's I mean, kind that of how. Sense. Yeah. So uh, there definitely other people. And of course, Doreen and then Buckley. And mm-hmm. then there was a couple other influential people going on. Alice so, Crowley. So we're going to talk about Wicca today. Yes. Now, when I say Wicca, we, I kind of looked into how the hell it got um transferred from Mm. witchcraft to wicca and it was just like there was a paper published and someone called it wicca and then it stuck and then it Mm -hmm. kept going so when i say witchcraft um i'm kind of using it in in this instance interchangeably with wicca so so again not the satanism not the sex orgies not that so correct those are completely different things yes so when i say wicca this is also can also be a yeah. derivative of sorry, brain the hamster's off running again. So Wicca is also called Gardner's tradition. Oh. So so a lot of Wiccas today, because a lot of witches were burned, 
right? So a lot of those old traditions were lost. So Wiccans today use what is called gardener's tradition. So when I say like, oh, witches and Wiccans do mm. this, I'm not saying all of them. I'm right. just I'm more I'm more talking about gardener's traditional influence. So that makes there's sense. There's deviations. It could be whatever you want it to be. Like, I'm not saying that this is the tried and true. This is mm-hmm. just what I found under garden, Gardner's tradition. Gotcha. Blah. Here we go. Okay. So, his Book of Shadows was never published nor made available. So, that, I guess, perished. I don't know if Doreen still has it and it's where it's Probably. at. But Yeah. So, we don't – or I think Doreen's actually dead. So, I take that back. So, she's passed it down. It's somewhere. Right. You, Somebody no has one knows. it somewhere, maybe. Right. So, however – each coven has its equivalent of this this handwritten book of the Book of Shadows. So they contain the basic principles and, of course, their own twists on their preference for the craft, right? So, yes. like, obviously, it's not going to, you know, if one coven doesn't want to do the sexual rituals, yikes, we're going to take that out. They don't have to. So right. you don't have to do that. So in this traditional Wiccan um, re- religion ish mm-hmm. beliefs, practices, the coven is led by a high priestess. It's a matriarchal system if you will. I'm down, right? Yep. So to enter a coven, one must go through an initiation ritual. It usually involves the high priestess channeling the goddess and everyone else sitting around in the circle. Sometimes people are naked, but today usually not. And the lineage of the priesthood is usually traced back to Gardner's coven or like people like to trace their lineage back to actually Doreen, which is pretty cool. So it's kind of like how they how they do in martial arts yeah how you trace your black your black uh, black belt lineage back to mm-hmm. the original master right so it's the yeah. same thing i'm following so not all witches or wiccans are mm-hmm. in covens uh Certainly. those those are called solitaires yeah solitaries they're called solitaries so if you're a solitary and you're like oh well i want to be a wiccan uh you have to do like a private ceremony where mm-hmm. you just kind of like initiate yourself and there's like you can uh, buy the books that people have published and there's there's actually like some different um writings on how to do that there's different things that you can do by yourself to mm-hmm. initiate yourself as a wiccan which is pretty cool so the Gar- garnerian tradition is based on three degrees where each degree represents how much knowledge you have on the craft so ah. the first degree is like you're initiated the second degree is like you know um a little bit more obviously mm-hmm. and you can also at the second degree you can also have the right to say i want to initiate this person and then third degree one as one reaches priesthood in third degree they can break away to start their own coven Ah. so the magic number for coven is 13 however 10 to 15 is is cool right (laughs) so 10 to 15 people is also is also fine so for the most part there's a general sense set of beliefs and practices like i said for mm-hmm. the most part, this does not mean this is tried and true for everybody and how it goes. Certainly. So as far as their, as their gods go, most of them believe in mother goddess and horned, horned god. This is not sky god. Ah. And this, it's horned god. Um, a lot of – there was a lot of back and forth on the names of the gods. Um, and at one point, it was actually slipped out what they were, and I got the names. It's <sighs> Aradia and oh. Sir, Sir – I'm going to botch this. I believe in you. Cernuos. Cernunos. Okay. Okay. We're going to go with that. You can look at my notes and see how it's spelled, or you can Google it, the horn god. So if you believe in just this too, it's called duotheism. Mm -hmm. However, um, other types of worship that is totally acceptable is the uh, poly or pantheistic 
which are still fine. So the poly yeah. is means you believe in more gods. The pan is that you believe that the god is universe, like everything you see, all the forces that is God in and of itself. Yes. So the above two deities were are supposed to be actually like derivatives of the all supreme deity or the prime mover which is an entity too complex for humans to understand Certainly. so that is like the ultimate and then below you have the mother goddess and horned god makes sense i'm right. following so i just i thought prime mover prime mover is, is also a very popular um deity god entity mm. that is actually in other a lot of other religions I didn't know about that, so I, yeah. I Wikipedia that. Also, I got most of my information from Britannica, Encyclopedia, and Wikipedia, which is also really Beautiful. funny. Yeah. So, yeah. their beliefs Wicca in the how? afterlife. Wiki, Wicca, Wiccan how? <gasps> Wikipedia. I swear to God. Okay, that one's so. That too. Shit. <laughs> their belief in their afterlife is definitely not centralized. Right. But that everyone has a soul that lives on after the body can no longer function. So, Certainly. after death, obviously. And how one lives in their life has some sort of effect in the afterlife. Kind of mm. like a purgatory kind of like kind of deal. So it's like, okay. you know, you if you're an asshole in life, you know, you're going to have not maybe a good time in the afterlife. Yeah. To some, a... to some degree. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So G- Gardner believed, Gardner specifically believed in reincarnations. Um, that's not something yeah. I I found to not be a particularly... Um, Common? common common belief among the wiccans um but he believed that witches and wiccans would be reincarnated as witches right ah, however okay. they're in between worlds so like the spirit world or the further if you watch all those movies what's mm. what are those movies called i don't know you know you know know the one i'm talking about uh, no the further where the, where the sun where the sun is like the the, the out, of, out of body traveler oh no i do know what you're talking about oh like insidious insidious there we go. The further. There we go. Cities. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Okay. So their their in between world is called the Summerland. Oh. I think that's really nice. I think that's really cute. I know. I was like, I oh, like I like that. it. I'm so, I'm sold. Okay. So as far as their magic slash witchcraft goes, uh, it's kind of like whatever they want to call it kind of thing. Wiccans believe in magic as they define it to be a manipulative force mm. exercising through the practice of witchcraft or sorcery. The elements okay. of their nature that are used to invoke magic are earth, wind, fire, water, and spirit. There's another name for spirit. I can't remember it off the top of my head, and I didn't write it down like a loser. It's fine. You're these, doing great. These, oh, thank you. So as these five elements, they can mm. be represented as the five-pointed star, but sometimes that gets a bad rap because of the pentagram kind of thing. So, yeah, yikes. which is so silly, but here we are. And some Wiccans actually evolved it into a tree. So there's yeah. the different aspects of the tree represent. The tree of life. The elements, yeah. So the th- so witchcraft, so like the bad witchcraft that we're mm. talking about is something that is associated with infant side, so killing yep. of babies, cannibalism, Satanism, and in the, <clears throat> the 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 sex orgies. But we're not we're not talking about that. This is not associated with Wicca. It's, that kind of just kind of got um somehow phased, entangled phased. in a bad way. So I guess a lot of witches say that that. That stuff never happened. Mm. So, like, there's this, like, whole um, misconception that yeah. witches were, like, we never worship Satan. Like, that's Satanism. So, like, right. why? And then, like, the cannibalism obviously never happens. But um, a lot of experts believe that at the start of the witch hunt, like, the Christians versus the witches, mm. right? Yeah. That the um, witch hunters started to spur this bullshit in order to, say, invalidate why they were killing witches. 
and well, I mean, to make people yeah. fear them. That's definitely not the first time something like that's happened because you can look of at that not. through any quote that's unquote just witch hunt. That's just cancel culture, baby. Like that's just yeah. That's just how it. That's just the name of the game, unfortunately. So, Ugh. and of course, of course, you don't like some Wiccans don't actually practice like mm. um, manipulating the em- elements to have a force. You know, Certainly. have have an output of it. Some just simply believe the elements are there, and the magic is simply what we perceive as it is. Yeah. There is a moral code to Wiccans. The most popular ethic code, the Wiccan rot. The Wiccan read is, if it harm none, do what you will. Mm-hmm. And I love that so fucking much. Oh, my God. So they also believe in the law of the threefold return. Whatever yes. benevolent or malevolent actions that a person performs will return to that person with triple force or equal force on each of the three levels of the body, mind, and spirit. Yes. I love it. Because I believe in karma. Karma keeps receipts. There's also the eight virtues being mirth, reverence, honor, humility, strength, beauty, power, and compassion. Beautiful. So, you know, j- just be a good person. Don't be a bag of penises. And, of course, meditation and rituals are held on the days of celebrations. That's something that they do, and we'll get into that right now. So, their rituals and their practices, right? So, the days that Wiccans celebrate come from the wheel of the year. And apparently, yes. there's like this really elaborate one somewhere painted and it's really really pretty you should look it up so this wheel of the year lists days that are special so there's a bunch of different ones but i just i got kind of like the most popular ones so they're called um sabbaths um they include but are not limited to limited to solstice which are the two longest days in the year yes equinoxes so two times of the year the daytime and the nighttime are equal Mm -hmm. you have litha in the summer Yule in the winter, Ostrara. Did I, I didn't say that right, did I? I'd have in to the look spring, at it. At the uh, O S T A R A in the spring, mm. and then you have Mabon in the fall. You're gonna have to correct me on this because those those last two Os- in the spring and fall. Ostera. Ostera. Thank you, mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. And then M A B O N. I think in that the one's fall. just Mabon. Okay. Okay. Then I got that one right. Yeah. Those two I've never heard of before, so I was like, yikes. I've been invited to parties, but I've never gone. You've never gone? You should have. Mm-hmm. No, I've been, I've been to, like, uh, solstice parties, uh, Yule party, and at least one equinox, but I've you never been to- You told me that you went to a Yule party. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. Okay, it's so- really fun. I'll introduce you to some humans. <sighs> so some <laughs> classical rituals that are practiced on these Sabbaths or even on full moon. So like at this Yule party, right? So what? So we talk about like the rituals and the practice. So what are they actually doing? So here's what they're actually doing. So you have the purification of a sacred space, sacred bleh, space, and the participants. So like oh, I guess cleansing of the area and like renewing the energy. Or yeah. you can do the uh, casting the circle. You can do calling of the elemental quarters. You can do cone of power, drawing down the gods, spell casting. You can do the great rite on these days. There's also wine, cakes, chanting, dancing, and games. That sounds like a good good celebration. Yes. You know, I, that's a ritual I can get behind. You yeah. know what I mean? And then also you can do farewell to the quarters and the participants. So if somebody's leaving or if you're leaving a space, that's also something you celebrate as well. So to become a Wiccan, because I, actually when I got to the end of this research, I was like, mm, <laughs> like if I wanted to, like how does this work? So to become a Wiccan, 
one has to be initiated by someone of the second degree in order to, you know, be um, initiated into a coven, right? Mm -hmm. So do that whole spiritual thing. And then you can either perform, as I said, the self-initiation ritual. So the general rule of thumb, though, is that one, one needs to have studied for at least a year and a day before seeking Wiccan status. Yeah. And it's also preferable to, like, start on one of the days that's on the wheel of the year or like 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 celebrate like you finish doing the year and then a day on one of those days and so yeah yes yeah i had i've had several friends go through the process um Mm -hmm. and i've been like i said invited to a couple of different parties and i've been to a couple um and yeah, it's it's really interesting. Every literally everybody there treats you like family. It doesn't matter if it's the first time or the hundredth time you've been there. Everyone is always super nice. Uh, there was a gentleman who made his own mead, and you obviously can't drink Dope. that. But no, because um, it has honey in it. It's yeah, fucking stupid. But, uh, yeah, people would like bring things that they had made, um, or we would like have craft time. That was my favorite. I Can love you, craft like, time. Hang out and make crafts and drink beer and just like chill. It was great. It was a lot of fun. See, that sounds like a nice time. Yeah, they know how to party. (laughs) I mean, like, like, ritually party and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but even then, the first time I went, they were like, you don't have to, like, do any of the stuff if you don't want to. And I was like, nah, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. I was was very young, but it was a lot of fun. They were all really nice. Good it's, a, it's an experience. It's just yes. some experience to share on a podcast later in life. Yeah, That's all it exactly. is. Yeah. It's just like so. going to church, but like in a field with, you know, just the stars and like nobody around for like 50 miles. It's really nice. That sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> I'm down. It's a lot of fun. Stars are dope. Okay. All right. So that's all I got for the Wiccans. And Beautiful. I thought that was really cool because I wanted to compliment something with the spiritualist movement. And I was like, fucking Wicca. And then yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Oh fuck. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna we'll we'll maybe circle back to this in a year and I'm a day. Sold. Maybe I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. see what happens. We'll see what happens. Maybe mm-hmm. just this podcast was my um, journey to being a Wicca. Enlightenment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I don't yeah. know. I'll get some books. Yes, I'm curious. I'm just curious. It's it's for the science in me. It's for yeah. the um, it's for the pro- it's for the scientific method. That's all. Right. That's what yeah. it is. That's yeah. Gotta do. Y- but you have to actually do it and actually to... to Certainly, to, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like to, I, I do, do, do the yeah. experiments. You have to actually practice and do it, right? So, yeah, like exactly. Spreadsheets, yeah, yeah. spreadsheets yes. and crystals? No. Spreadsheets and crystals? No? No. Okay. Uh, no to be fair, my, my curiosity time was, I think I was 14. Yeah. I was 14 and I did some of this research um, not as in depth because the internet wasn't as big of a thing because I'm old. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you know, two yeah. years older than me. I know, but we also didn't have a home computer. So. Oh yeah, that's right. I did. Yeah. So. so I ended up talking to somebody at my local shop when we had a local shop. When yeah, I was about to say when yeah. fucking Cookville had one because yeah, had it was, past tense. It was really nice. It was really cool. I'm going through my teenage rebellious stage right now because I'm, so I'm getting proud my own. I'm getting my own place and moving away, so it's like, hey, you guys can't see me. <laughs> Look at what you I'm being doing. rebellious. I'm so proud. Right? Oh my god, thanks. Okay, so anyways, episode twenty nine. Yes, in the in the bag in the books in the this bag. Is so thirty one. Episode twenty nine is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you. This is thirty one. This is thirty one. Okay. Holy shit, that's a and lot. Then, yeah, so sorry. Okay, here we are. My brain. When you talk for an hour and twenty one minutes, here we go. Oh wow, how's it been? Okay. 
Yes. Wow. Okay. So if you want to, you want to find out more. You want to like, I guess, see our faces. They're yeah. on our website. Yes. So you please. can. Yes. Yeah, so if you're like, I wonder what these bitches look like, and if it's freaking you out, that's okay. I understand. I yeah. There's I don't know half my coworkers, and I don't I don't know what they look like. So <laughs> you go on our website, check us out at www.hauntherabarelyknowher.com. We also have a Twitter and an Instagram at h-h-i-b-k-h podcast if you want to see our links so like anything that we post with our amazon wish list or like our um youtube channel or our patreon in our in our bios on our instagram and our twitter we have a link tree that you can click Mm -hmm. on it and all of our links are in that link tree all the things it's why it's called a link tree so here we are oh beautiful is that all we is it all we cover in the end roll I think it's it. Is that it? Pretty sure. Check out. We yeah, you said our website already. So yeah, I think yeah. we're good. All right, cool. Oh, also, if you oh. have any stories, email them Shit. to us. Email us your stories. Fuck. Email <laughs> us your stories. We're trying to collect listeners' uh, experiences, even, no matter how small, even if it's like a paragraph, a little quick, short, like really funny story or a really Gimme. fucking horrifying story. Gimme. Give or me. Both. I don't care. I don't care how short it is. I don't care how long it is. Send that bitch into our email. We got, um, we got four stories. Five yes. stories so far. We have five people Holy submit shit. their stories. We need a few more and we can make an actual episode. And we really want to do this. So if you have a story, email it to us. It's also um, haunt her. I barely know her at gmail.com. Yes, please. I cool. want you right. to smook, spook me. Sm- smooch you? Spook me, baby. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you good? You alive over uh, there? <laughs> All right. We're going we're gonna to finish this up. All right. Okay. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or her cousin, or, Kevin. Like, uh, they, what?